There we go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this special live discussion video on something that I've talked about, you know, recently and over the past several years uh, here on YouTube, kind of shared my thoughts on it and everything. And, you know, just want to share basically um You know, well, I, well, not share, but basically kind of continue kind of talking about it because, you know, nowadays, when you look a lot of, when you look at a lot of the things that have, you know, appeared um, on television, well, mostly like streaming services and a lot of the shows that will uh, be heading, you know, not shows, well, not just shows, but movies and stuff that'll be heading to the big screen, the small screen, whatever the case may be. It's, you know, when you look at something like, you know, these videos that I talk about or that I post and where I talk about things like mystic, make, you know, these stories that I find at DeviantArt, like mystic makeover and, you know, um, metamorphosized to malleability or the demonica, uh, written series, which is based off Mystic Makeover, and many, many more. It's one of those kind of stories that, you know, technically when you when you watch it or when you read them, it's really intriguing. You know, it really kind of, you know, shows the unlimited range of the imagination, if you will, uh, when it comes to content creators uh, of any kind. It really shows the unlimited range i mean even over on patreon and we get a preview of it over on divinart by these same people like jovin 16 and trouble tro you know they have these stories that they do uh using they're, they're kind of like web comics they're like they're basically what they are um it's kind of hard to describe though they're basically web comics but done in an s but done in a 3d cgi sm of kind of manner. In other words, they use a technology that gives you that 3D CGI feel. And even to accompany that at times, they will uh, basically, um, you know, they will actually do, I think it's Trouble TRO that's done this on, on a few occasions, that they will basically create a minor or miniature, um, miniature uh, animation to show you what it would look like if, you know, if, you know, there was any kind of like movement or something like that to, to accompany it, you know, in the long run. So, you know, again, these kind of stories show you the creativity, the creative range, I should say, of, of these content creators that are out there. And I've talked about this numerous on numerous occasions that, you know, I truly believe um, in the near future, very, probably sooner than anybody thinks, even the creators themselves, the OC creators themselves uh, tend to believe. I have a feeling that, you know, a lot of those stories might be adapted into uh, animation down the line, or at least perhaps we'll get something similar uh, in that uh, perspective. In other words, maybe somebody will worry, will look at the Mystic Makeover uh, web comics that Mister Internet Man does does at uh, um, does at Devonart and go like, hmm, 
you know, that's an interesting concept. Maybe I can take inspiration from that and create a new animated series. You know, the same with the Demonica written story, which uh, which is based on Mystic Makeover by Minor Dash Alterations. You know, and they might read uh, those 10 chapters, if not more, and go like, hmm, I like the direction they're going with this. I'm going to take inspiration from it and create something similar and can and hopefully give and maybe perhaps I'll give credit uh, to the original content creators. Uh, the same with Metamorphosized to Metal Ability by Jekka Lacour, a.k.a. Michelle, as well as her other one called Model in the Symbiont. They could take a look at those, read those stories and be like, hmm, I could probably take it. I can probably create something inspired by that. And, you know, see how people react to it when they visually see it um, happening in, a, in animation or something like that. It, it's one of the, it basically, basically it's one of the, it's based, when you look at these stories, it's one of those situations where you're like, you know, you can only ponder and wonder, you know, exactly, you know, exactly what could be like the next step in Hello's Details. Nice to see you in here. Uh, but what could potentially be, you know, like the next step uh, for them to take? I mean, you look over on Patreon, there's Trouble TRO and Javin16. Both have, both who have DeviantArt pages themselves and use DeviantArt at times, uh, their pages on DeviantArt, to upload previews of what you could potentially see at Patreon if you support their Patreon at a certain tier. And I think that's great. Now, true, with the Patreon deal, you do have to uh, technically subscribe to them, you know, you know, especially to a certain tier, like how much you want to feel you could afford to donate. But still, I, I like... I like the uh, the fact that, you know, when you, uh, I like the fact that, you know, you have something like Patreon and it allows people to, you know, further the creativity as well as get support, as well as, you know, get people to support them because maybe they like the creativity the, that they're showing that creative freedom. I mean, I did a video asking, you know, point, you know, kind of talking about why people went or going to places like Patreon and Kickstarter and all them. And it's mo and it's mainly because of the fact, and this is the truth, this is the absolute truth, and and I think everybody knows this. You know, I think you know this is the absolute truth, and I think everybody knows this. It's the fact that with Patreon, you know. You know, at Patreon, you basically, um, you have an outlet. Uh, you have an outlet that allows you to be more creative than you could anywhere else. As well as, like I said, get people to, to financially help you because perhaps your goal Uh, in the end, if you will, is to, you know, get, is to maybe make it a, an animated reality or a live action reality. You know, no one really knows. That might be your goal. 
you know, in the long run, your goal might be to go to that next level, take your creativity that next level. Because like I said, one of the things that Trouble TRO uh, did uh, recently, you know, is, you know, when they did their own SFM CGI adaptation of Mystic Makeover, the first Mystic Makeover series, you know, they actually added an animation showing uh, the main character shape-shifting into another outfit or something like that to give an example of what they were capable of. So, so to me, I can, I can honestly, I can honestly see, you know, that being one of the main reasonings uh, people, you know, like to do this. You know, I can see that being, you know, one of the reasonings, um, you know, people go to Patreon uh, to do this, you know, so they could, you know, have, like I said, more exposure, have more, um, more leeway in a sense, as well as also have people contribute to them so they can make what they want to make um, a reality. You know, they can make what they want to do a reality and, you know, I, I don't, I don't blame, blame them for, for wanting to do that. You know, I, I don't blame them for, for wanting to do that whatsoever. I mean, again, I, I go back to Netflix and what they did with Kibo, what they've done with the Midnight Gospel. And these are things you wouldn't think would ever become um, animated or, or, or uh, adapted due to the fact that they began on the web, you know, as web comics or as podcasts. And yet here they are being adapted into adult animation or family-friendly animation. You know, in courtesy of DreamWorks, of all people. And, and then on top of that, recently you've had things like Hell of a Boss, you know, which uh, which is currently free right now uh, on the YouTube page. you got Has Been Hotel, which uh, debuted here on YouTube and has been picked up by a, a streaming service or a network somewhere. And I still think and I think can still be seen here on, on YouTube in various ways. You know, these are these, those right there, I should say, those, those, uh, cartoons right there started out basically probably as fanfics. And someone probably said, you know what? I want to make this anime. I want to animate this. I want to take it to the next level. I want to see it become a real, I want to see it in motion. And lo and behold, it may have taken years, but they achieved the goal. And look what's going on with one of them. You know what I'm saying? You know, look what's going on with one of them. That that to me shows you. That to me right now shows you. Um, what's going on. You know, that to me right now shows you, you know, how far we have gotten. Um, as far as content creators and creative minds wanting to expand, you know, their ideas out, expand and get their ideas out there for others to enjoy. 
And again, that's just from I'm just no I'm just saying this from my own perspective, from my own personal perspective. You know, I, I'm noticing this. I am noticing this, you know, this you know, this happening, this evolution, if you will, you know, occurring, you know, right in front of us. You know, I notice this evolution occurring, you know, right in front of us. And, you know, again, I know some people may find that hard to believe, but it's the truth. It is the absolute truth. I'm starting to notice it. You know, so I'm, I'm noticing it more so than I think anybody would want to even, you know, um, even imagine. You know what I'm saying? And again, it again, you know, I, I look at the fact that, you know, you know what I mentioned, like has been hotel and, you know, hell of a boss based in Kibo and the Wonder Beast and Midnight Gospel, essentially or originating from the Internet and now becoming what they are. And then you look at long. What is it? Long Gulch or something that came out. And to me. That's just another example of, you know, basically people of basically, you know, you know, people's independent creativity becoming a reality. Like, you know, taking something that initially was a fan fiction story that they started, you know, writing on the computer and stuff like that. And now they're deciding, hey, I want to make it a reality. I want to make it come alive i want it to become animated or live action and here you go they've taken that next step you know you know they've taken that next step and and obviously the the hard work is paying off because people appreciate you know what they're seeing they appreciate what is being given to them on a huge huge level Or on a level that no one thought would be possible. You know, again, you know, and there's a lot of other stories as well. Like, you know, right now I'm looking at Joven 16's page and one of the stories they got is called Nano Shift. And in the recent chapters, they've been exploring the possibilities of the main character and now her <laughs> alter e and now her other half, which is manifested from her mind, or well, because of the fact that she now is comprised of nanos, uh, basically showing her what she's capable of from not just you know being able to you know change you know you know shape shift into different women and all that, but you know she could do more than that, and it's getting really interesting, really intriguing. They got another another story called Brianna's Secret Lot. And it deals with something similar in shape shifting and all that. You know, it's it's really interesting. You know, it's really interesting how you know how far you know they're willing to go with this. And again, a lot of these web comics are done, you know, that they preview on the DeviantArt pages as well as you know here on Patreon. You know, are done in 3D SFM CGI um, animation or at least uh, format. To make it feel like it's something that you would want to see come alive. And honestly, I don't blame them. 
you know, I, I honestly, you know, don't blame anybody uh, for wanting that. You know, I honestly don't blame them. And that's the truth. Um, because when you, when you look at it, when you look at that kind of a, when you look at the effort they put into it, to me, I think, honestly, they should be rewarded. They should be. I think they should be uh, rewarded um, in the long run. You know, I really do. I think they should be uh, rewarded in the long run for all the hard work that they do. I mean, I mean, when you when you look what they're capable of doing, it again, it just blows my mind. And they don't have to do this. They don't have to put so much effort, you know, into these stories, into these SFMs, CGI, 3D images. You know, they don't have to do that, but they do it. They do it because of the fact that they want to share, you know, they want to share the, you know, the passion or the, you know, the project. That's what they want to do. You know, they, they want to, you know, share what they're capable of with everybody out there. You know, it's, you know, it's just one of those situations. Oh, for a sec. Want to do something? But like I said, it's just, it's one of those situations to where you're like, you cannot believe, you know, what, you know, what is going on. You know, you can't, you can't believe, you know, what they bring to the table and how much effort they, they put into it. It's really amazing. It's really amazing. And, you know, to go back to the beginning of this live stream, which is now about, what is it, almost 20 minutes in, because I know I sound like I've been rambling and kind of being a little distracted. It's not, I'm not distracted like I'm losing focus or anything, guys, or spacing out. I'm just linking this to places where everybody that I feel will um, appreciate it will uh, basically watch it and, you know, kind of maybe join us in the live chat or something like that on the comments down the line or later on. But anyway, when I look at the creativity, you know, of things like Mystic Makeover, I mean, honestly, even though Mr. Internet Man, has, you know, created a story, you know, originally, what, four, what, six, five years ago, five, six years ago, you know, you base, you know, if you, if you read one of the more recent stories that he did, it'd be like, okay, you're intrigued. It's something intriguing here. It's interesting. Here's the thing. Some would say that the stories that he does has no continuity, but they do. They do have continuity. They have plenty of continuity to the point that you literally, and this is the truth, literally have to read the first uh, the first story he's ever done. And that's the original Mystic Makeover series 
where the human character, the human alter ego of our tutorial character or our main character in Mystic Makeover series, uh, Veronica, who's a college student, I believe, or recently grad college student or something like that, obtains and is given this mystical lipstick that when she applies it, she becomes her mischievous demon elf alter ego, Demonica. And basically, long story short, she finds out that she was chosen, you know, to enjoy this or to have this as long as she's able to basically keep up with what being a mischievous demon elf is. And that's basically going out and causing a little mischief, not, you know, not, you know, causing death and destruction, but just having a little mischievous fun and then moving on. She's basically what's known as this, basically what Veronica becomes when she uh, turns into Demonica, she becomes a succumbus, a succumbus, or whatever it's called. A succubus, a succubus, that's it. She becomes a succubus, and basically what she has to do to maintain her Demonica form is drain the life out of individuals. Not kill them, but drain them enough to where I think it's in one of the stories where basically it's described that the way she drains the energy out of them basically results in them acting like, you know, the hungover from drinking too much whiskey or drinking too much wine or too much beer or something like that. Like they had basically it's described like when she drains the energy out of them, it doesn't kill them. It just makes them, like I said, feel like they're hungover from a, you know, attending a massive party at the local bar or something like that. You know, that that's basically the description, you know, we are given. You know, that's the description we are given, that they're hung over from it. And, and that's basically what she does. And it's also hinted at, and I think in the same story, that, you know, even if she doesn't do that, she has to cipher off not much, but just teensy little bits of Veronica's life force to maintain her alter ego. In other words, Veronica, when she becomes Demonica, volunteers herself to be drained just a tiny bit so that Demonica could be around for at least 12 hours, or well, 6 to 12 hours, depending. But yeah, it's it's one of those, it's, it's, but, but yeah, uh, the story to me is one of those that even though the web comics could be, you know, non-connective with each other, except recently we've seen some. You know, like with Demonica and Ruby Walker and Demonica and Exotica, you know, and, and Demonica and Lilith, Lilith. Um, you know, because there have been some that continuity-wise do connect with one after the other, not immediately, but sometime down the line. Uh, even though most, but besides that, even though most are basically like non-continuity-wise, I'd still recommend watching or still reading and looking up the first one over on Divinar because you'll get a better idea of how these powers came to be and how Veronica now has the ability to, when she becomes Demonica, to become anyone or anything she desires. And what's intriguing about the powers that Veronica gains when she becomes Demonica is really simple. She gets shape-shifting powers so she can become anyone she wants. She, you know, as, you know, for, for example, one of the First things that she becomes, the first two things she becomes is um, 
Well, the first thing she becomes, honestly, is her new alter ego called Monica. That's right. That That's exactly right. She becomes Monica. And what's intriguing about this, what's intriguing about this is that later on in the series, and there is, there is a bit of continuity, not much, just a tiny bit when it's necessary. Uh, but, you know, later on down the series, uh, Mr. Internet Man established the fact that when Veronica co- becomes Demonica and then Demonica decides, hey, I'm going to become Monica, uh, basically, Monica becomes her own independent personality. That That's about it. That basically, you know, Veronica goes, I, I, I would assume, goes into a deep sleep, if you will. At least, you know, it's like sitting back in a lounge chair and enjoying the ride kind of deal. And just letting Demonica and whatever else cipher from her mind, you know, come out of her mind. I mean, I even talked about it like this. I even said that what we're getting here, you know, what we're getting here with with Demonica, um, if you will, what we're getting here is Demonica is an extension of, you know, the vivid imagine the vivid unlimited imagination of Veronica. That's what she is. And, you know, Monica is one of those vivid extensions of that's who Mon- that's who Veronica would vision herself as. That's that even because the way it's described from what I can tell. From what I can tell, the way it's described is Veronica is kind of shy. She's friendly, but she's shy. She's kind of a she's kind of a. A nerd, if you will, not 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 in the, not in that sense, if you know what I mean. But basically, she's one of those uh, culture nerds. Basically, those comic book, you know, video games, you know, kind of uh, individuals. Like, let's say an Angry Joe or an AVGN or someone like me or Lynn Cara or um, or what, what are the female? Well, the female reviewers we have, like a like a nostalgia chick, a Lindsay Ellis, if you will. Um, who else? Um, I'm trying to think of her name. Uh, trying to think. Uh, Vega, Vega Linkara's wife. There's also a Lightning Bliss, uh, um, Eliora, uh, Mad Munchkin. You know. Uh, what, what what what's that one girl's name? I'm trying to think of her name right now. Oh, uh, Lupa, uh, uh, Lupa, uh, Opus. Uh, her name's Lupa. She's one of them. There was uh, one time the chick with the goggles. You know, so and she's still around, believe it or not. So basically, you know, basically there is a lot of people that fall under that category of nerd, but not in the sense that it was once described or associated with, but basically the kind of people that like this kind of, that like going to comic book conventions, entertainment conventions, you know, like to go to, you know, conventions of any kind to maybe they can cosplay and stuff like that. That's what it's kind of associated with now. And, you know, Veronica is kind of put into that uh, dimension. She's kind of put into that category of somebody that, Basically, that basically, um, you know, enjoys all kinds of stuff. 
and thus it creates a and thus it allows her to create a vivid, unlimited imagination in her mind. So that now that she has this ability to become anything she wants when she becomes demonica, the imagination becomes reality. And when it comes to her becoming her Monica alter ego, that's her vivid imagination of what she visions herself being when it comes to being a femme fatale, you know, seductive, uh, seductress, if you will, with a good heart, with a heart of gold, if you will. Um, and again, it's really, it's really a good, it's really, and, and, it, and basically the series itself is really good. It's really, really good. And I highly recommend if you guys haven't checked it out, as I've said before, talking about this, I recommend you do because it's really fun. Because as you start reading more and more of the comics, you know, throughout, you know, its duration, its existence, you start noticing that Demonica, you know, Veronica as Demonica is, you know, gaining more, is getting more powerful and she's getting new abilities, you know, you know, um, as the story progresses. You know, for example, um, there are stories like, I would say four or five stories in where Demonica when Veronica becomes Demonica, we discover that one of her newer abilities she has is to clone herself. Yeah. She can basically split in two and, be, and you know create a twin. But what's interesting about it, though, what's interesting about it is the various ways down the line that she's capable of doing it. And what's even on top, and what's on top of that, and I think Mr. Internet Man uh, even described this uh, in this manner. What's even more interesting about that is the fact that um, dem and he, I think Mr. Internet Man even acknowledged this to somebody that asked about it. When Demonica, Demonica slash Veronica does this, she, uh, she not only is she able to split herself in two and maybe shapeshift herself into two different kind of women, but she gives those two different kind of women their own individual personalities, just like with Monica. In other words, they know where they came from. They know who brought them to life, but they're their own individuals. Like they think on their own. Like there is a connection because they know, hey, we're, we're, we come from the same person. And that person, you know, brain-wise, mental-wise is still connected and thus connecting us by a slim tither, if you will. A slim tither, but strong enough of a slim tither. But besides that, with that strong enough slim tither that still connects them, they're their own individual personalities. And it's and it's really weird. Well, not weird, but it's really well, it's weird and it's fun because you have when you have Demonica slash Veronica do this, you know, she basically uh, she'll have one of her clones who turns into one woman and the other turning into the other, but basically being like, oh, are you guys thinking what I'm thinking? And then one could be like, oh, uh, you mean this? And then the other could be like, oh, no, 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 I meant this. That's an example of them having their own personalities. But I think what's interesting about this, and anybody that's probably going to read this or look at it will probably pick up on it as well, what Veronica is doing because like I've said before, it, this is an extension, which becomes Demonica, and Demonica becomes all these different individuals or do, does all these different things. What she is, you know, what Veronica is doing, is, you know, through this extension of her imagination, courtesy of her Demonica alter ego, 
is she's role playing. That's what she's doing. As a matter of fact, matter of fact, one of the first stories she did, or one of the first stories that uh, Mr. Internet Man did, and let me check something for her quickly. Okay, just checking something. Uh, can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? Did I mute this? Can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? I guess I must have muted the thing by accident. <laughs> I guess I must have muted the thing by accident. That being the TV. Uh, but yeah, what I was saying, I was worried there for a second. I think it's also the connection with the sound bar. Like, I don't know why there's a bit of a delay. It's not. It doesn't. It's not a hindrance or anything really. It's just like, you know, there's a bit of a delay. Like maybe I should have used the original connection that came with the sound bar, but. You know, I'm saving that just in case something does happen. Excuse me. Uh, but like I was saying, what was I? Oh, yeah. Okay, no way. But like I said, it's um, one of the first stories he does, uh, that being Mr. Internet Man, is he basically... Um, has his character, his he has Veronica become a Demonica. And what happens is she becomes Demonica due to the fact that, you know, she's watching one of her favorite shows. And I think it's in here somewhere. Here it is. It's called Fangirling. He here's what he does. He titles, he titles a lot of the, he sometimes subtitles a lot of the Mystic Makeover comics he does. By what it's about, and here's what I'm talking about as I as I bring this up. I don't know why that's not working. Uh, here we go. But basically, here's what he does. I don't know if you guys can really see that that well. Maybe I need to lower the brightness a little bit. Let me lower the brightness here for a second. So you guys can see a little bit better. Yeah, maybe you can. Yeah, hopefully you can see that a little bit better. But here we have, um, and, and let me do it out of. Let me load it just a little bit more, so you guys can see it better. Okay, so here we have Veronica. She's reading, and I don't know if you guys can really read that that well. It's in the white. You know, it's right bubbles and all that. But anyway, she's reading this story, and it's called the complete box set of uh, Joronix, a space bounty hunter, and and everything. And she's excited because she can't wait to, you know, re watch all her favorite episodes. And then she decides she knows the best way to do it. And then she brings out um, 
that that is the uh nightshade lipstick or night shadow lipstick whatever it is that she got in the first um story and then this is what it does to her she applies it and that's what happens now this story in my opinion in particular i believe is one of the first maybe but this is her alter ego right here this is demonica this is what she becomes she's still herself but she's more she's basically letting the demonica persona take over and then this is what I'm talking about by having the powers to uh, shapeshift. She decides she's going to get into the role of the title characters and have some fun with it. And she becomes the main character, which is her, of, this, of the shows that she just got a complete box set of. And then she decides she's going to shapeshift into her uh, cyborg or cybernetic android assistant, as we can see here. So she's basically, and again, this is all based on, in my opinion, an extension of Demonica's, uh, not Demonica, but Veronica's imagination. And then this is where I think, now I could be wrong, This, but this is one of the first of her being able to split herself in two. Look at that. And this is Veronica, through her extension of her imagination being extended courtesy of Demonica, her Demonica alter ego, she's splitting herself in two. And she becomes two different individuals. As we could see, and I don't think I'll get in trouble with, th with this or anything like that, because it's not anything, you know, that from that perspective. But again, and this is the um, end result of it right there. So you can kind of see what I'm talking about. You kind of see what I'm talking about as I bring up the brightness on this again, so I don't um, get, you know, eye strain or anything. There we go. But like I said, you kind of see what I'm talking about there. That basically, that's one of the first stories that kind of showcases her powers evolving uh, throughout its run. Like this here, let me let me show you something. This here is the first story. Um, let me, uh, <laughs> I, the one thing about, here we go. That's a little too dark. But that there is the first story. Let me lighten that up again. Just a tiny bit. There we go. But that there is the first story right there. That's basically how she got the powers. That's basically how she uh, got the powers and all that uh, to become who she is. Like Her first transformation was into the Monica character, as we see. Because here's the thing. She becomes Demonica, pretty much figures out what the powers are about. Um, if you will, as you can see, she kind of finds out what the powers are about. Like she's completely shocked and everything. And long story short, she notices what she's capable of doing. So what is the first thing she does? She ends up turning herself into the Monica character. And this is how her second alter ego comes to life. And what's interesting about this is the last page, because I think this represents the fact that not only does Veronica, you know, this, this last image right here, 
this last image right here, in my opinion, represents uh, what the story, uh, what we get in the story, if you know what I mean. Basically, the fact that when she, when you have both her Veronica and the Monica character, you know, next to each other, you know, you have basically an idea that, or pretty much a confirmation that this is an extension of her imagination. You get a better uh, idea that what's going on here is an extension of Veronica's imagination. And that by using that extension, she's basically created a new alter ego for herself. So not only does she have her alter ego, Demonica, which she kind of shares control with, but allows Demonica more in the driver's seat than anything else. But, you know, it's it basically Demonica is more like a, she's like a even kill. Like she's a little bit more dominant uh, than more of a strong, a strong, strong personality wise, more mischiefy personality wise of, of Veronica. But when she shaped it into the Monica character in that first comic, basically she created another version of herself like this, like, okay, here's me, Veronica, like. That image right there, that last image was basically like, here's Veronica, but here's her more dominant persona. Like, here's the more dominant, stronger, femme fatale, seductive persona that's hidden within. It's like basically, basically, it's like the uh, untameness that she wants to let loose, like the wildness that she wants to let loose inside coming out when she becomes Monica. But what's even more interesting uh, about it, and I know some people might, you know, find this a little strange or they might say, well, you know, what else is she supposed to do with the powers that she has? Uh, she basically, when she does, as I showed you, the, the cloning there, sometimes, and I don't want to show you the images right now. I don't want to show you the images right now. Uh, well, I could show you the images, but I got to be careful of what I'm talking about. But basically when she, you know, twins herself, and like I said, she has... As the comic series goes on, she has different ways of doing this. She does. She has different ways of, of twinning herself, of cloning herself. And one of those ways um, let's see. Again, I don't I don't want to do put anything on here that might be risky. You know what I mean? So one of those ways that she, one of the things that she ends up resulting in, this is, and this is what's interesting. So we have one story. Uh, oh, here it is. It's called Two of a Kind, but I'm not going to show you everything because, again, like I said, I don't want to get in trouble. So this is how... And I'm going to lower the brightness right now so you guys can see it a little bit better. But basically, uh, this is how uh, the story kind of begins. Like, she's just laying in bed, admiring that. And then she decides, you know what? I'm going to have a little fun with it. I, you know, I have the power to become what I see on it. Like, she's looking at this, like, let's say, what is she? She's, oh, yeah, she's just looking over some old uh, transformations she went through. 
And she notices one that she wants to get back to, one of the old transformations. And she basically decides that, well, no, no time better, no time better than the present, right? So she basically decides she's going to utilize the the lipstick, the nightshade lipstick, and there she goes. That's who she becomes. And then she decides, okay, she's going to, you know, decide to get back to the look. And the way she does it is in a way that you probably would expect out of a shapeshifter or someone that had this ability. So she basically swooshes and turns herself into goo, basically into like slime goo, puddle of goo. And you can kind of read maybe there what she's saying. She basically, and this is what's really interesting. I think it's uh, thanks to the, and, and I think it's thanks to, you know, fans kind of saying, hey, why don't you do this? Or suggesting that, do, he, you know, Mr. Internet Man does this. And she basically, when she becomes this, she basically, I'm trying to make sure you guys can read that well enough. I'm not sure you can because of the brightness of the words. I focus in. But she loves the fact that she has the ability to become formless and and free, right? So she likes it. Basically, she knows she says she loves the feeling being formless and free, that she feels it's kind of a very pleasant feeling. It's a very pleasant feeling, you know extreme pleasant feeling if you know what that that means and that she feels like she could stay like this forever so in other words what she's hinting off there is hey if i wanted to just be like this for the whole day i it's cool with me i don't care but then she decides she's going to do something better and what she does is she goes through all this and then you notice she has a different color coming up and you're wondering okay why does she have red right why does she have red it's mainly because of the fact, and you're going to see this here in a second, she splits herself in two. Just like I showed you with the other one. She splits herself in two and creates two different individuals, two that she's been before uh, individually, but now she's creating them, you know, separately. In other words, becoming two in one. And in this here, and I want you to notice something here. You're thinking, wait a minute. That seems like very lesbian-like, right? Like, you're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Very lesbian-like. And it is. Because what's the end result? That. Now, I would show you the rest, but I, like I said, I don't want to, because he did put more to it, and there was a comment at the uh, on the final page. But one of the one of the things that kind of confirms what I was talking about by this being an extension of Veronica's power of Veronica's imaginations through Demonica.
As a matter of fact, it's right here. Actually, it's on this page. So it says right here. I'm going to bring this up so best you can you you can read it better. But basically, it said. Uh, uh, hold on. <laughs> I got to get ahead of myself there. But right there, I don't know if again you can read that. Like I said, if you could read that right there, read that. Right there, this saying here, what she says is that Veronica certainly has a wicked imagination to come up with the two of us. And that right there, that line by one of the twins, if you will, the clones that she becomes in Hello, Connor Hodge, nice to see you. And yes, I am a Yogi Bear fan. I have a, a plaque, uh, not a plaque, but a picture frame I used to have in my other room. It's packed away in the garage right now that I have to get out eventually if I decide to hang it up. Uh, it's of Yogi, Cindy, Boo Boo, and, and the Ranger. But like I said, that, begin back on topic here, that right there, that saying by, by that one of those uh, characters that, you know, I think it's the... Um, the Catwoman character or the She-Devil character that she becomes. Um, pretty much, like I said, solidifies my point. It solidifies my point that what you get with Mystic Makeover is an extension of Veronica's imagination. In other words, when she becomes all these characters, when she becomes Demonica and then Demonica goes to all these different transformations and stuff, you know, from shape shifting into other women to, as you saw there, turning into a puddle of goop. Uh, if you are near a puddle of goop, formless, being formless and all that. You know, basically, it's an extension of her imagination. It's an extension of what, you know, she, you know, she's a fan of from a cult, from a culture geek uh, perspective. And, and, that, and that's being said in a good way from a, from a culture geek nerd uh perspective she's basically taking everything that she's a fan of from comic books sci-fi you know you know um erotic stories i guess if you will because there's even one story where she meets up with a, a girl named rebecca who has the same who has the same identical powers that she does in other words rebecca also has a nightshade lipstick that turns her into a blue-haired mischievous demon elf called exotica and what's interesting about this is these two have met. They've become intertwined, if you know what I mean. And now there's a lot of, and now Mr. Internet Man's coming up with stories to where they go and do at times an equal fusion and become a character called Zaya. Now, the first time they fused, uh, it, they were both in control. They were both mentally in control, but it looked like at first that one, they had become one individual. Then the second time they fused, they became this white-haired character, white-haired uh, femme fatale called um, a called Angela. And from what Mr. Internet Man described to one uh, reader, Angela was basically the exact opposite of who Demonica, Exotica, Veronica, Rebecca really were. You know, like Demonica, Veronica, and Exotica, Rebecca, you know, are good-hearted, you know, helpful, fun you know, 
you know, kind of individuals, you know, people, creatures, you know, you know, the good hearted, you know, they don't cause trouble or anything. You know, they think of others and the fusion that both Rebecca and uh, Veronica did as Demonica and Exotica, the second fusion into Angela created basically a character that was the exact opposite of that. Basically, she's everything that in a way she's kind of like the Angela character was kind of a fusion extension of what, you know, basically, I guess both Rebecca and and Veronica imagined a self-centered version of themselves would be like, how would we be if we were the exact opposite of who we were? And then boom, that's what you got Angela with. As a matter of fact, when she becomes Angela, she's basically, or when she declares herself as Angela, she's like, Demonica and Exotica, Demonica and Exotica may better, better not made any plans tonight because I'm going to, because Angela is going to be here for a while. So yeah, <laughs> that was really that was an interesting fusion. We and here's the thing: they do reference her, I think, in a, uh, later on. So that does show you a bit of continuity, but we don't see her that much anymore because I guess in continuity, both Rebecca and uh, Veronica realize, yeah, maybe we should stay away from thinking about what we would be like if we were opposites of who we were, and just focus on something different. And that's how Zaya uh, came to be. But it's not just a character like Exotica, you know, you know, and Rebecca that, you know, allows Demonica, Veronica to have fun and really bring out that extension of her imagination to another level. Now, like I said, Veronica, Demonica can turn into not just other people, into liquid and all that. She could also basically become inanimate objects and stuff like that. She can become vehicles, bugs. She can become flowers, elements like sun, you know, like she could become elements, miniature versions of a planet or a sun, whatever the case may be. You think about it, she becomes it or she can become it. And what's interesting is Minor Dash Alterations, as I've mentioned before, has done the Demonica series uh, based on Mystic Makeover. And what he's done is a great job because he's involving his character, uh, Ruby Walker, who's like an FBI agent, who's kind of like at first when you meet her, it's kind of like... Um, kind of like very what what's the word i'm looking for not highfalutin but uh, basically she's very um stiff if you will she's basically like you know she she's the kind of individual that you know doesn't let loose you know is basically doesn't let her guard down at first you know it's more like by the books kind of stuff all that but when she meets demonica because she's hearing about all this mysterious trouble, something going on. When she meets Demonica and starts learning more about her and becomes attracted to her and vice versa, that's when she starts opening up more. She starts to let her guard down, become more, you know, more jubilant, more, you know, fun loving and all that. To the point that we get a story. Um, not only do we get the story series that Minor Dash Alterations created of it, but we get collaborations between both Minor and Mr. Internet, Minor Dash Alterations and Mr. Internet Man. We get collaborations. We get one that's um, one that's particular, in my opinion, um, is called A Walk on the Wild Side. Because basically, in context, what that does is it explores the fact that Demonica slash Veronica, you know, has to be in contact with somebody 
that will allow her to, you know, discover new abilities. And one of the new abilities she's discovered is she's able to, in a sense, transfer her power or at least share her ability, her power with somebody else. In other words, give them the same ability, you know, that she's had before or that she has. And in this case, she turns her and uh, Ruby into slime girls because Ruby asked for like oh, two weeks off, two weeks vacation. And she's going to use that to be with Demonica and have fun with the powers and all that. So Demonica says, hey, I'm going to, you know, what better way to start off than to go and do something you like. And that's become uh, and that's go, and that's basically become all liquid and all that all slime like or whatever. And she turns her and both of them into slime girls. And what happens, and this is something that we've seen uh, before in the web, in the in the Mystic Makeover web comics, is basically when they become slime or slime girls, and they kind of like melt down, if you will, kind of fall onto the floor, and then start swirling around each other, you know, at the control, or basically at the encouragement of of Demonica, Demonica slash Veronica, they end up getting to a point to where as soon as they get to that certain moment, they start twisting around. That's like, you know, bonding and twisting around with each other. They get to a certain point that when they crash to the ground, when they crash to the ground, they end up becoming like, you know, <laughs> it's it, 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 basically what I'm trying to get, I'm trying to find the right words here. Uh, basically, you know, they're their own individuals. They're still individualized, you know, even in the new forms. And, but when they start twisting around each other at the behest and encouragement of Demonica slash Veronica, they end up toppling down. And by toppling down, they completely blend into each other. So that instead of like individual red and purple, because the purple is Demonica, the red is Ruby, you see it all mixed together. And then what's the and the common trait about this um, that Mr. Internet Man puts out there, the common trait is when that happens to his to some of his characters, mostly like Demonica and whoever she shares this with, they both end up not only blending together, you know, body-wise and all that, but the minds mix together, the minds blend together into one, and they become one individual. So basically they end up fusing. And the way he describes this is he has the little word bubbles, you know, colorized differently, but on top of each other. Like you have a purple circle with circle red bubble with the words in it but below it you'll have a red one kind of representing that they're now one of, of one mind and all that and the end result is they get to a point to where they literally blow up <laughs> they literally blow up and splatter all over uh, basically blow up into several pieces all over uh ruby's apartment to the point when they finally reform about a day or so later they reform into a featureless a black, a black colored slime girl that doesn't remember who she is. Basically, does acknowledge that it feels like she's living, she's lived two life, lives, but that can't be right. And again, she basically complicates yeah, that 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 can't be right. That's not right, and all that. So what happens is basically she ends up just saying, you know what, you know, everything will come, you know. Everything's going to be fine. She basically, as the featureless version, this featureless, uh, featureless character, basically indicates that hey, everything will come back to me in time. Right now, all that matters is 
this new body, this body I have, and the powers that come with it. And the way the story ends is instead of staying you know, in a humanoid form, she ends up splashing onto a bed, if you will, and is expanding out and ex you know, basically exclaiming that she's going to stay like that for a while. And when you read it, you kind of get a sense that that, that that part of her, that one part of her that's like, hey, all that matters right now is these powers and, you know, the powers that allow me to shapeshift and become, you know, anything I want because my body's so plavable and all that. And then, you know, it, you know, mentioning that she can exist as a giant puddle of joy and then wanting to remain, you know, kind of spread out on the bed. You can kind of sit in a way, kind of sense that that's a bit of Ruby coming out. Now, like I said, the collaboration be be between both uh, Mr. Internet Man and Minor Dash Alterations even goes, you know, both ways because there's one that came before this. There's one webcomic that came before this called All Covered Up, where basically Demonica decides to absorb, you know, Ruby into her body. She basically covers her up like a costume. Um, and basically, all you see is Ruby, and you know, and all you see is Demonica when it's all said and done, and Ruby's inside of her. So what Minor Dash Alterations did, I think in what was a chapter slash part five, is he built upon that and basically decided that what happened to Ruby was that Ruby not only got covered up by Demonica, but she became absorbed and was converted into additional mass. And as you read the story later on, this is confirmed by one seen in the story to where as a puddle because that's really what they become they're slithering down an aisleway and you see streaks oily what look like oily streaks of black color purple color and red color the the black representing a girl that they absorbed temporarily that was cool with it because i guess by being absorbed they have a quick they get a quick understanding of what's going on and they're cool with it the purple uh, streak that gets on the <laughs> on the floor of the aisle of the alley is Demo represents Demonica, and then the red, of course, represents uh, Ruby. And what's even more intriguing is in a further chapter, uh, Ruby. She's and I guess it's and, and I suggested this uh, to be honest truth. I suggested this to minor dust alterations to put in there. I didn't think they would, but they did. But basically, Ruby uh, is able to get a little bit of control of the merged form, and she's able to create re-sculpt her face out of the back of uh demonica's cat roman disguise and extend her face or her neck if you will you know up to uh demonica and she says basically saw it all melt slime sex in other words you know she she's become so infatuated with the melting and the slime that that's all that matters to her uh, at that moment she even says before that can they melt again and then later on, when uh, as Monica, Demonica gives her a bit of her powers, uh, gives her basically the same powers that she has uh, to uh, utilize. At first, you know, Ruby's hesitant and then she starts to be like, you know what? Screw it. Let's see what happens. And she gets into it and she creates herself an alter ego called Justina. And basically because she has these powers now, she's more happy to have them. In fact, there's even a quickie that minor dash alterations did to where it focuses on Justina and she's just like, she goes and she's leaping across one rooftop to another. And when she hits another one rooftop, she splatters into a puddle and it's just enjoying it. She just can't get enough of it uh, and all that. But what's intriguing about the story later on, uh, as we get further in, um, 
you know, the Delmonica st story by uh, minor dash alterations is we start noticing is there's an interesting subplot uh, that's added in, um, not at the end, not in the most recent chapter, but I think it was chapter nine or something like that, um, or chapter six or nine, something like that. I can't six or seven. I can't think of it. To where they find out that somebody is on to them. They know who Demonica is outside of who being Demonica. Like they know she's Veronica. Like they know Ruby now. You know is with her and stuff like that. It's like you know there's some kind of unknown group that's on to them. And then the last chapter basically um, focus. You know basically ends on a cliffhanger where it looks like uh, Ruby still has the powers inside of her and. We have yet to get a, an extension on that, but hopefully down the line we will. I know Minor Dash Alterations uh, took a break, a mental break and a physical break, obviously, to focus on other things and other stories and personal life itself. And that's cool. That's not a problem with me. And I even did a video where I asked, you know, should we help our fellow creators by maybe doing versions of the stories ourselves to upload down the line? You know, and, and, uh, and that got a lot of responses. Uh, well, then again, many responses here on YouTube, but it got a lot of views and all that uh, on DeviantArt because I had posted it on my DeviantArt page as a submission. So uh, basically to me, you know, obviously that's an idea that, you know, a lot of us should look into. But it's not just minor dash alterations either that he's worked with. Uh, you know, there's another one as well, and, and I'm going to I should link this to them as well so they can look at it. But uh, this person is called um, Anthros. I'm trying to see if I got the name right here. And Zurans, um, I think that's the name. I think that's the name here. And Zulaster, or AZ, I'm just going to call him AZ. Uh, but basically, they did a story along with the, along with their character called Morphica, who the, the origin of the Morphica character that they created is a result of a scientist getting dosed with some kind of chemical that turned them into a shape-shifting slime girl that now calls herself Morphica. And she's, her abilities are similar to Demonica's. So what he did... So what uh, he did was basically he created a story where Morphica um, and Demonica met up. Well, basically the human alter eagles met up, became Morphica and, you know, and Demonica, and then decided to role play because they basically promised they were going to have some fun together. You know, so they became uh, different characters like Catwoman and uh, something else. But then what's interesting about it, and I'm going to try to bring it up here. I think it's here somewhere. What's interesting about it is, yeah, so they basically become two Catwomans. So what happens is Morphica comes up with the suggestion to fuse. And what's interesting about this, and what, this is what AZ did, is he created an origin of the fact, he created a concept that both, became who they are because they're part of an ancient like Greek goddess who is like the protector of the war world. And I think her, I think they came up with a name here.
think he came up with a name here. I'm trying to see. Well, some kind of different. I think he mentioned it in the description. Well, he says it's in small print, so I have to look at that. Toa Tolhama, Tohama is the name he came up with. The fusion between his character, Morphica, and hello, Zaka the King. Nice to see you here. Super Godzilla Vlogs, happy to see you. Uh, but yeah, basically, um, like I said, more uh, basically his character, AZ's Ansoros, Ansoros's uh, character, Morphica, and I'm sorry if I pronounced the name wrong, uh, but Morphica and Demonica fused and became this Tolhama character. But then recently, uh, they both collaborated on something else where Demonica became uh, Lady, I think, well, I think she became Lady Hell, I think. I think she did, or it was uh, Morphica that became Lady Hell. Let me check. And Demonica became uh, Hellcat. And what they did is they did a unique fusion to where they blended together. In other words, they blended together, both sharing mental control. But the end result is they're of one body, but of red and purple co color. Like part of the arm is purple, part of the, the hand's red. Or part of this arm is red, the hand's purple. Part of the leg is purple on the left, part of the leg you know, the thigh area is purple on the right. That's basically what it looks like, or basically what they came up with. So it's a unique kind of fusion. It's a unique kind of uh, a fusion uh, that, you know, they came up with. And just in case some of you are new to this, Super Chats are open. If you want to donate, that's up to you. But yeah, basically they become what's known as Lady Hellcat. And uh, again, it's an interesting con. It's, again, these are just examples of what I'm talking about. These are just examples of what I'm talking about. I mean, even Grape Hythenia, who's done her What Dreams May Become series, to me, you know, is taking what, you know, is a, a vivid imagination in storytelling and making it a reality, you know, through the stories and even involving the fans, which is pretty cool. And the same with um, Jacka LaCour, you know, she's doing uh, metamorphosis to malleability, you know, same thing. She's taking this origin story of a scientist named Briella who's through a, a lab accident has gained these abilities to become this, you know, to have, you know, well, through a lab, lab accident has gained these abilities to shapeshift, split herself into multiple pieces and stuff like that. And it's really cool. It's really, really cool. And again, this is just an example, an example, guys, of where we're going creatively, not just, you know, multimedia wise, but create, but fan fiction wise. And when I look, when I look again at Long Gulch, I think that's what Long Haul Gulch, I think that's the name of it, and Has Been Hotel and Hell of a Boss and Kibo and 
and Midnight Gospel and realize where they originated from. These stories here that I'm talking about could follow the same path. They could follow the same path, and the content creators behind them know it. They know it. They know that they can follow the same path, and they could succeed. They can definitely succeed with it. You know, and, you know, Oh, that, that is basically, okay, for anybody that's wondering about the thumbnail I used, that is Briella as Crosslink, as Crosslink, and she is, and that's just basically a comic extension of the Metamorphosis to Malleability series that Jacka LaCour um, has created, and again, I did a review on the 150th and the 151 uh, stories, so check those out here on my YouTube channel. Uh, as well as at the pod, my BW Rose's Dis- uh, discussions podcast to see what I'm talking about. But yeah, that's who it is. Because I, I guess in some side stories, mostly web comics, she's a superhero called Crosslink. But like I said, Metamorphosized Malleability is one of those stories as well that really explores this kind of creativity, this imagination taken by everybody out there. You know, it's really cool. It's really cool and unique to see. And then, again, you go to Patreon, you look at Trouble TRO, you look at Javin16, and you see what they're doing with, you know, Pink Benefits. You see what they're doing with uh, NanoShift. You see what they're doing with Briella's, uh, not Briella, but Brianna's Secret Lives. You see what they're doing with, what are the newest stories? Master PC, anything you want. And, and to me, this just shows you that, you know, the creativity is an all-time high to see these things become a reality, to become become something more. And to me, the opportunity is there. The opportunity is absolutely there. Because, and like I said, the opportunity is there. It is absolutely there because of the fact that, you know, it, you know it's one thing to read about them or, you know, look at the comics and all that, but it's another to see it actually become, you know, it's actually what I'm trying to say. It's actually, but it's a, let me get some Coca-Cola here. But like I said, it's actually another thing to, to see it, to come to actual life and be moving and all that. And that's kind of what I talked about when it came to what trouble TRO did, you know, when they did their version of the first mystic makeover uh, series. Uh, webcomic it shows you you know what what it's capable of and again i look at all these other things that are out there and it's like you know it only takes you know a phone call or it takes a suggestion or maybe it takes a patreon or a kickstarter or an indiegogo to make these things happen heck i did a video where i talked about these series and where i think they could land i did I, I basically did a series where I think they could land, and I stick by that. I, I stick by that. For example, I think, what was it? I said Mystic Makeover, I think, could end up uh, on, on Netflix and, and HBO Max, I believe, or someone like that. Well, I know that's where it could end up, up in all that Mystic Makeover. So I could see, you know, that, you know, go, it going to a place like that. But I did do a video 
on that, um, if I can get to it, let me see. Here it is. I don't know if I can get it linked in here. Okay, there we go. There's the link to it. If you guys want to see what I'm talking about. But, yeah, basically... That's the wrong thing to hit. <laughs> In the wrong thing. Hold on, guys. <laughs> Sorry for the silence there. Here we go. But anyway, like I said, uh, again, it's just an example of what I'm talking about that you see all these could become a reality and uh you know come you know you see all this hard work going in there and I was just giving guys the the link to some of the mystic makeover stuff I talked about but like I say you you, you take a look and let me uh, remove that there we go uh but like I say you take a look at you know a lot of the stuff that's been going on um, if you will, of what I'm talking about. And uh, again, it's just, like I said, it's just one of those, uh, one of those situations to where when I look at, you know, these stories and these, these content creators, you know, whether they're here on DeviantArt or, or uh, Patreon and they want to bring this all to life, you know, to me, it, you know, it's, it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time, in my opinion, for for them to have that opportunity. Because, like I said, it you know it's it's one thing to um, you know it's one thing to basically um, you know read about them you know in, in context you know, in text. It, it's another to read and look at them in comic form. But it's another when you see them actually come to life and in fluid animation. I mean, how many times will we happy? when we saw what originally was a comic to us 
come to life on the on the small screen in animation. How many times were we happy about that? I mean, I know, you know, reading the X-Men comics, you know, well, not reading them as much as I did before the series came out. I know when I would read some of them, you know, including Spider-Man, that I was always hoping, could we get an, an X-Men series? Could we get a series based on these comics, cartoon-wise? And guess what? Back in the 90s, we ended up getting them. Yeah, we had them in the 80s, but not in the way they were presented in the 90s. Like in the 90s, we had more comic accurate stories um, presented to us, like with the X-Men, like with Fox's Spider-Man, with Iron Man, with Fantastic Four, Incredible Hulk. You know, we had these comic accurate stories being presented to us and we liked them. We did. I mean, heck, even when Sonic X came out um, in the early in the early to mid 2000s, you know, a lot of us, we loved playing the Sonic Adventure game in Sonic Adventure 2. And we liked the cutscenes and all that. But there was a part of us that always hoped for maybe something animation wise to be, you know, adapted, you know, to uh, come along and adapt it. Sonic X comes along and gives us that adaptation. And, it's, and, it, and they did a great job, in my opinion. The point is, the point is, ladies and gentlemen, you know, when I look at these kind of stories that I have recommended time and time and time again, I see stories that, in my opinion, could benefit, can greatly benefit from at least getting an opportunity to be seen in fluid animation. And like I said, I look at the Long Gulch. I look at Hell of a Boss. I look at Has Been Hotel. I look at Kibo. I look at Midnight Gospel, and I say, if they can do it, these kind of stories can do it. They can. They really can. And I think and I think they can succeed. I really do. Now, I'll be honest. You know, I would like to see, you know, I'll be honest. You know, this is, this is me being honest. You know, I would like to see, you know, maybe a little bit more fluid fun when it comes to mixed it makeover, fluid, melty, slimy fun when it comes to any of these stories involved in mostly mystic makeover metamorphosized malleability. I would like to see it. And hopefully we will. And I'd like to see it in the Demonica series down the line. But that's up to the content creators. But my personal opinion, being sort of a fan of that kind of stuff, I would like to see it. I would. But that's just me. That's just me. And again, this is just my opinion. This is my, my opinion. But I just, to me, again, there's so much going on there. When I look at Mystic Makeover, I could see a story you know, let's say Netflix or HBO, Hulu, whoever decides, hey, I want to pick up, let's adapt that Mystic Makeover series for animation. Or let's say somebody approaches Mr. Internet Man and says, hey, we want to make Mystic Makeover into an animated series. We want to adapt it. You know, who's to, who's to say he can't say, okay, you know, got my permission to do it as long as I get credit and maybe a little bit of the profit which I'm sure that would be a reasonable agreement. But I look at something like Mystic Makeover series, and I see a story that could really be expanded, not just from what you see in the comic pages or what you read in the Demonica pages either. You know, because uh, I'm always imagining, I'm always thinking in my mind, what would happen if Veronica has friends that know about her abilities, even a close friend, 
And they're like, well, if you're capable of doing this and that, you need to be careful because you might lose yourself. Or let's say there's a story to where one of her friends discovered what she's able to do and then maybe finds and then maybe sneaks in, maybe walks in on her making out with herself, but it's two different individuals and then sees her kind of combine back together to be herself. Imagine the story elements that come out of that. I'm just saying the possibilities are endless. They really are. I mean, everybody is talking about, you know, what, you know, potentially we could see with Sonic Prime. You know, to me, I look at the fact that we could see, you know, you know, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, everybody's talking about who potentially we could see and what potentially we could get in Sonic Prime next year. The same questions could be asked here, you know, like what potentially you could get was an expanded version on Mystic Makeover. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, as well as, you know, maybe expansions on Metamorphosized Malability, Marlon and the Symbiont, you know, all the stories that I've talked about before, all the stories I've talked about before, we could see extensions of them. And I think people would enjoy them. I really do. I mean, Trouble, T Trouble TRO and Joven16 with those stuff on Patreon, who's to say somebody won't come up to them and say, hey, we want to animate that. We want to go and do animation for that. Full flu full 2d slash 3d animation for that who's to say they won't say no or won't say yes as long as they get a bit of a cut i'm just saying i'm just saying folks you know to me to me i think the timing is is right i think the timing i think right now we are in a time the timing right now it couldn't be any more perfect because i believe we are in a time to where before you know it you're going to start hearing, before anybody knows it, you're going to start hearing good news from any of these people that I've talked about saying that, you know, they'll talk, they've been in talks to studios to bring their stuff to animated life. Or you're going to hear some kind of news coming out to where a studio is going to create a series based or inspired by what these guys did. And these guys, like Mr. Internet Man, Minor Dash Alterations, Trouble TRO, Joven 16, Anthrons, uh, Great Athenia, are all going to get credit for the inspiration that was given. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised because here's a saying about life. Never say never. Just because you think it may not happen doesn't mean it won't because there's a good, strong 95% chance it will. And that is a fact. That is an absolute fact, guys, because to me, just when you think something will not happen, it will. And lately, we've been hearing about a lot of series being picked up or being uh, being picked up for an animated adaptation that were originally based on something found on the Internet. And now we're about to see it come to full life in animation. And you can't you can't argue with, you know, what you hear with the results. but. But anyway, though, guys, I think I've gone on long enough with this uh, discussion. I know I sound like I rambled throughout, um, but just wanted to come on here and finally live in person, you know, real time, share it with you all, give my thoughts on on what I've talked about in the past few years and why I believe things from mystic stories like Mystic Makeover, my, uh, the Demonica series based on it. Um. The metamorphosized malleability, what dreams may become, the nano shift, the pink benefits, masterpiece C, anything you want, uh, 
you know, stories like that. While I believe stories and characters like all those involved, you know, I believe that the timing can't couldn't be any more perfect than it is now for, to see them, you know, head to the small screen in some kind of adaptation down the line. You know, I don't think the timing couldn't be better. And when again, when I look at Hell of a Boss, Has Been Hotel, Kibo, Midnight Gospel, Long Gulch, when I see those things come to life, to me, nothing can stop. Heck, even Blue Hilda, Blue Hilda, to me, nothing should prevent these kind of stories from happening either. Nothing. But anyway, though, guys, like I said, I've gone on long enough. Thank you all for joining me for this live stream. Really appreciate it. Let me know what your thoughts are down in the comments section below. Uh, if you have any more further th thoughts on this, click on the links I provided in the live chat. Check them out for yourself of what I had to say on those. And that's really about it, guys. So till next time, you take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Thank Again, thank you all for joining me for the live chat. And I am out. You all have a good day. Peace. Stay safe. Get vaccinated if you can, guys, because vaccinations are getting more rapidly distributed now to the point that pharmacies like CVS and Rite Aid and, you know, all getting ready, are all being uh, given uh, the vaccines to distribute to you uh, to be vaccinated with. So make sure you get that opportunity, that, you know, uh, you get that opportunity. You take that opportunity, I should say, and get yourself vaccinated if you choose to do so. But anyway, though, guys, thank you again. Once again, thank you all for watching. Thank you for the support. Check out all my other areas for my podcast and all that. And I will talk to you all later. God bless. Take care. I am out. Have a good day.